0: Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that one to It lives? What the fuck?
1: Sit your ass down, Laura. Get
0: no fucking privacy out of here. What's there to say? out a beer, pal. Bob used to be a woman. Yes, we sell out. Proper road smoking technique. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. It's a James Hatfield. dead at the MCM plane. fuck. Oh, I don't know. There's all kinds of shit. Shower filled with winning
1: Can a song go higher than number one? Told okay you to not fuck around. Cliff. Fuck you! My three-year-old son
0: could do that, and I don't even
1: have a son. Hey man, you better wash that mic off.
0: About the heaviest number known to mankind is 50 fucking percent chicks out in the house.
1: Is that joking? No. Is he joking? No, he's serious.
0: Here we go! Alright!
1: Hey, this is Joe Sib and you're listening
0: to And Podcast for All with my two metal bros, Shane and Jeff.
2: Enjoy. <laughs> Podcast for All. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Jeff, you called it last week. You predicted the future. Yeah, and what's going on now? Shit, sheds, and sturges. You said, oh, watch, this will be one of the most downloaded episodes. I've looked at the stats today, and it's the most downloaded episode of the last mm, six weeks.
0: And what do you know? It's only been out for, what, a week now? I, I, you well, I guess when we're recording were- this, it came out
2: yesterday. By the way, uh, recording back in our studios is much easier than going down the road in the E350. Yeah, yeah, but it was fun. I had a hell of a time, man, even at the come and go.
0: (laughs) I remember I was texting you. I was like, all right, we need to go.
2: (laughs) Well, we came, we went, we saw, we conquered. It was good to get home. The Sturgis extravaganza totally exhausted me. I'm back to full steam. I'm really looking forward to tonight's guest.
0: Yeah, I am too. But I will say, like a day or two after I came back, I was like, man, I'm already kind of missing Sturgis a little bit. It was in the road. It was was fun to be back out there, and that's a a hell of a place to be.
2: Especially when you're sleeping in a tough shed. You went to your cabin last weekend, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I literally, I was home for like maybe 12 hours, and then right back out on the road, up north. Oh, you must... Must have been wiped. Yeah, I feel like, let's see, what, today is Thursday. So yeah, today was probably the first day I woke up feeling, all right, I'm 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 back to tip top.
2: Back to full speed. Uh, we're going to Oklahoma City tonight. You and I have a little bit of history uh, in that town. Seems like we drive through there all the time and don't play there enough. We got to play there more.
0: I want to spend a couple days there, especially in Oklahoma City, see if I can go find them street outlaw guys. <laughs> is that where they're from? Some of them are from, like, the original show is from Oklahoma City, and then they branched
2: off to all sorts of different areas of the country. We've played in Oklahoma, the state, but it seems like we're always on I-35 just transitioning through there. Talking about a fucking live gig. Yeah, right?
1: Was that the 7-Eleven or something?
2: Dude, I watched um, the Gibson Icons with Dave Mustaine. Have you checked some of that out?
0: Yeah, I caught a little bit of it. I didn't see the whole thing, but
2: I was watching some of it. I've seen about... Just under half of it. The best quote I've heard so far. He said, "Dude, when I was twelve or thirteen, I didn't know the difference between a lead guitar player or a rhythm guitar player. All I knew, all I knew how to do was hotwire cars." <laughs>
0: hey, that sounds like classic Dave. He was, he was quite the, he was quite the thug back in
2: his day. <laughs> thug Dave. I got to the part where, did you see the letter that Cliff wrote his girlfriend after the crash in Wyoming? No, I didn't. Okay it's coming it's pretty cool handwritten
0: yep i started watching it and of course you know how it goes you you set your phone down you do something and you know
2: you forget one one thing turns to another
0: yeah yeah to about 10 other things
2: (laughs) we get a little bit of hate train coming in funny you say that uh roll the hate train it's been a couple weeks Choo choo away are you ready for this i'm ready Brad McKinley in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Hey, dudes, you guys are the only podcast I listen to anymore and haven't missed a minute. Thank you, Brad. This doesn't sound like hate.
0: No, it doesn't.
2: But why the hell did season five start with no fucking end of the line lyrics? You both need to get on that scoreboard, gents. Thanks for putting a smile on my face every Wednesday morning on my way into work. Rock on, Brad. What?
0: He's not even speaking my language.
2: He's disappointed that we are 0 for what 92 in the end of the line lyric section.
0: Ah, you know that's why we don't do it no more. We're done. We're out. We retired. You you know what? You either retire on top,
2: or you retire completely down wh- on bottom. <laughs> what did we say last week? Um, if you, they hate us because they ain't us.
0: Yeah, they hate us because they ain't <laughs> us. That's 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 what it is right there. <laughs> if you can't beat
2: us, you got to join us. AKA the new Metallica podcast, which comes out uh, August twentieth which is tomorrow as we record this. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's so many podcasts to listen to, I don't know if I'm going to even have time to fit the boys in because we got in Podcasts for All. We got Joe Rogan. I've got a couple other uh, smaller ones I listen to. I I don't know if I have time for Metallica.
0: And it's weird because I never really used to listen to podcasts all that much, and then, of course, we start doing it, and you just naturally – kind of gravitate towards towards some of the big ones like joe rogan i'm obsessed with listening to that and uh, jeremy piven an actor that i like a lot he played Ari gold on entourage he just started uh, a podcast recently too and you know there's just there's a lot of really great stuff out there that i never really realized up until we started
2: doing this there's only 24 hours a day bro there's only so much i can fit in
0: yeah i know it's just there's too much too much and not enough time
2: uh, another thing going on in the last couple of days, two more blacklist tunes. Have you heard these? Sad but true.
0: I did hear "Sad but True." Um, you know, I didn't think it was bad. I know we had discussed a little bit earlier. Uh, you know, the thing is, is the the song is. It's kind of. I don't want to say going. it's a. It's not a boring song, but it's not a really like. I don't know. You know, it doesn't have a lot of pizzazz in it. You know, it's a pretty straightforward type of tune. So I feel like what they did with it, like they did the song justice, but the song itself is just kind of, you know, I don't know. No, I agree. I know where you're going. Royal Blood impresses me because it's a two-piece. Right, right. And I mean, what they did, I mean, especially with the solo, I was really impressed with how they made that work. I mean, like I said, I don't think it was a bad cover, but it wasn't anything to write home about.
2: No, a two-piece, uh, it impressed me, but it just kind of reminded me of you and I playing Sad But True, where you're just trying to nail it and perfect it. There wasn't much of a twist to it. Right, right. You know, you'd be happy to know I actually went
0: back and listened to Volbeat's cover of Don't Tread On Me, and I've been listening to it a little bit more. Oh. and. Initially, I, I like I wasn't against it. I, it was kind of like how I feel about the Royal Blood one. And it was just kind of meh, you know what I mean? Oh, but okay. the more the more I listen to it, it's actually the chorus and how they changed it is what has made me start to really like it because it's got they, that hook. Yeah, they made it catchy. So like that, be it. Yes, and they changed the chord progression a little bit, and I'm just like, wow. I'm like, you know, the the way they did it is they actually took this song that was, in my opinion, kind of you know of. Uh, for the black album a filler type of tune um and then they gave it this really catchy kind of like sing along chorus
2: right on so you're kind of turning the corner on the uh volbeat tread tread version
0: yeah i really am okay it's it's, it's not bad not Good. bad at all
2: uh how about the only version of wolf and man from goodnight texas i was i'm not really i'm not a goodnight texas fan i'm not into that style we know avi works for metallica mm mm-hmm. mhm He's their uh kind of left hand man right hand man at HQ and appeared on all within my hands on s m two not yep. the biggest fan of his type of music but uh I was impressed by Wolf I like the spin on it I really did out of all of them so far
0: what's your favorite oh man <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that I'd have to actually go back and well we're up look.
2: to we're up to wolf now um Hmm. Cue the Jeopardy music. Yeah, pretty much. What would be yours? I have a tie.
0: I'm guessing Don't Tread on Me is
2: one of them. Volbeat's Tread versus the multiple orgasmic version of that Through the Never video.
0: Yeah, that one is good. That's good. Oh, I'm not going to lie. T- I'm not going to lie. One of my, even though it's a song that I, you know, you could hear a, Billion covers of it on YouTube, but I actually really liked Chris Stapleton's version of Nothing Else Matters.
2: That was... Yeah, we haven't talked about that. That happened when we were in Sturgis. That is a good point.
0: Yeah, we didn't bring that one up, and I I really enjoyed what he did with that. He turned it into his own song, but staying very
2: true to the song. That was good. When I refer to Multiple Orgasms, it's the uh, video for the Through the (laughs) Yes, the video. Not not the artist name, so no disrespect (laughs) there, because... We've talked about this in prior episodes. That video is just, it's one of those satisfying videos, as we call it.
0: Yeah, yep, I'd
2: agree. Yeah, I'd say it's between, it's weird, Through the Never and Don't Tread. I'm I'm really looking forward to the miseries and the struggles.
0: I'm definitely curious to see how it's going to go. Is it going to go more towards the Royal Blood, like almost Volbeat, where it's like they're saying a little bit more true to the song, or is it just going to go like way out of left
2: field? gonna be cool uh what else do you want to cover we got a gig next week in Duluth Minnesota to Duluth that's right we are to (laughs) Duluth, August 27th Bayfront amphitheater we're not opening we're headlining so a little bit longer are you gonna write the set list again I don't know do you want me to Well, in Sturgis, I was digging your creeping death ain't my bitch, ain't my, uh, ain't my wolf. (laughs) Ain't my wolf? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, creep bitch of wolf and man intro, so I think I might give you the sharpie in the the paper again.
0: Well, don't worry, I won't do that again, especially not in Duluth. That is definitely, like, very, like, Sturgis, uh, you know,
2: straightforward kind of crowd. Greatest hits kind of set list. Yeah, yeah, sure, I'd, I'd love to do it. Tribute Fest. Friday night, August 27th. Uh, there's, like, 10 bands rolling. Of course, Stones, of course, there is <laughs> Queen Prince. I think there's a Green Day tribute, ac ACDC, Yours Truly. There's a couple more in there, but I'm looking forward to it.
0: One of the only festivals I don't like headlining, and the only reason is because by that time of the summer it's hit and miss either sometimes it's really nice out or sometimes because it's right on the water like you're used to you know like lake superior yeah 85 90 degrees during the day and then it gets down to like 60 55 and you're you going on stage and you know well for you shorts and a t-shirt for the rest of us just a
2: t-shirt and i'm like i'm freezing when i go on stage (laughs) you guitar players are wimps by the second song i got my shirt off and i'm like yep we're rocking.
0: Oh, dude, I swear, it's like, by the last song, I'm like, ooh, cool, I'm warmed up, let's go.
2: <laughs> All right, we're opening with Bread Fan to get the blood blo- get the blood going. Didn't, yeah, I get my blood boiling for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for our guest, man? You ready for some Oklahoma City chatter? I'm ready, man. Cool, Season 5, Episode 4, Oklahoma City. By the way, this guest has listened to every second of you and I talk for the last 70 weeks, so... Let's, let's test his memory, what do you say? Let's see, what he got. Let's, see, let's see what he knows. Here we go, Oklahoma City, please welcome Mr. Tyler Hall. What's up, Tyler?
1: Hey, guys, how are you?
2: We're doing great, man, thanks for joining us. I can't believe you've been putting up with Jeff and I for 70 weeks straight. You, you could probably run the show by now.
0: Listening to us
1: babble. Whew. Y'all's camaraderie is the best, it cracks me up.
2: <laughs> well, thanks for listening, man. Tyler, you're right in Oklahoma City, or uh, the surrounding area? Yes, Whereabouts? More Oklahoma. More
1: Oklahoma. And another, another words, Tornado Central. Jeff and I have
2: some history with more. Wow, Jeff, it's a small world. Sure is. I remember going
0: through there, and I'm pretty sure we saw as we were going down the freeway. Well, not really going; we were kind of stuck in traffic. But just right off wow. in the distance, we could see that tornado probably a couple miles away
1: yeah that was a very scary day i uh i actually were at that time i worked in downtown okc and uh when i heard that was coming i just got in my car and started driving home because my son school at the time was in the neighborhood so oh wow wasn't there was no cell no power no water no gas for days on end
2: crazy tyler we played the night before in uh Lincoln, Nebraska, and then we had a full day off to get down to uh, Austin, Texas, and we were just north of downtown when that hit.
0: It's crazy seeing something like that cuz growing up and still to this day, one of my favorite movies of all time is Twister. And obviously er- everyone knows, you know, it's like I just I love that movie. It just it brings me back to when I was a kid and I grew up watching it and I just I love it. And of course, you know, a big part of it is in Oklahoma. And then you see something like that in real life and you think this isn't quite, isn't quite what the movie portrays it out to be.
1: Uh, but funny you should say that. Um, I was, went to the premiere of that movie here in Oklahoma City at one of the local malls. It was very strange to see. had to have a movie premiere at the mall. Sure. <laughs> right. Sure. To, see, to see Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt walking through a mall to go to their movie premiere.
2: <laughs> that's so cool, though. But of
1: all states to have it in, that's pretty fitting. Well, the funny thing you should say that, a lot of that movie was filmed in Iowa, believe it or not. Oh, okay. There's a, a lot of the back roads and everything is mainly Iowa, but like the uh, scene in the movie where they're at the drive-in watching The Shining, yep. that, was, um, that, was, that was here. That was in Guthrie, I believe. That's just north of OKC, right off of 35.
2: We were driving through there, Tyler, and at the time our van was brand new, our trailer was brand new. <laughs> and I don't think any of us have seen, you know, hail the size of probably baseballs at that point. Yeah, it was like baseballs. it's like, holy shit. And everything came to a standstill. And we crept through there. And the road started flooding as we just sat there. And then all of a sudden started coming upon cars that were on the roof. It was like, we Yeah, we okay, saw no that, r-
0: that white Mustang. It was literally flipped upside down on its roof.
2: Now we're getting to the bread and butter. And then I remember like 20 minutes after that, we maybe moved two or three miles and all the signs were plastered with like insulation from people's homes. It was like, okay, shit's getting real now. And then we went to that gas station, Jeff, and things were like really bad.
1: It was like, holy cow. I had a water heater in my backyard. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I I remember as I still have
0: a picture of it on my old computer somewhere. I have to pull it up, but I have a picture going through probably we were still on the freeway at that point But I remember Bill was sitting in the far back. With all the seatbelts on. Yeah, and he had, like, four (laughs) seatbelts on.
1: (laughs) The rear bench would, like... Go up like the cows in the movie. Oh, yeah,
2: literally. You are now free to move about the country. That's seriously, like, one of the top five weather memories I've probably had
1: in my life. That was was a spooky-ass day.
0: That was, I remember it like it was yesterday.
1: Yeah. It was probably the first for me because at the time I just did not know if it hit my son's school or not. But when I got to my my neighborhood and um, found out that my wife got a hold of the daycare, picked him up and he was all good and everything, but two schools to the north of us got hit really hard and some kids died. So this town oh, man. had been through a lot at that time because they got hit oh. by another tornado about... About the exact same size back in 1999 when I was in high school. And war has been through a lot. So, Mother Nature
0: is a motherfucker sometimes, I swear. Especially
1: in that neck of the woods. Scary stuff, man. Yeah, funny thing is about um, a week after that tornado came through, our power came back on. That exact same night, another tornado came through. But it was yeah, very right. It, but it was oh, very man. it was very, very small though. Wow. So power went out again.
2: Amazing how Oklahoma is known for tornadoes and the infamous uh, bombing back in the mid-90s. Yep, 95.
0: Hey, they're known for street outlaws now.
2: <laughs> and the Thunder. Gotta love the basketball. <laughs> Jeff, I actually lived in Oklahoma City for five months, way, way back when. Really? I did not know that. Uh, Oklahoma City is the FAA headquarters. Used to be in a relationship with one of them air traffic controllers, and that's where they go to training for half a year.
0: Wow, and after all this time, I I never knew this. See, the more you know.
2: The more you know, you're still learning about me a decade later.
0: Yeah, I see, and it's a good thing that we're not playing a little game called Know Your Podcast host, because wow, I would have failed. Know your enemy.
2: <laughs> from your favorite band, Rage Against the Machine.
0: Oh God. I'm signing off right now.
2: <laughs>
1: what do you have against Rage Against the Machine?
2: Yeah, let's get to this. Boy, where do I fucking start? We've oh got my time. God. We're not on the road coming home from Sturgis, but we got time right now.
0: No, I I literally just i don't like their music i don't know what it is it's just like something in my brain i hear them playing it's like nails on a chalkboard like i hate zach's voice i am not a fan of tom morello's playing which is kind of weird because i love audio
1: slave but i do too their first record was amazing oh yeah yeah you're
0: saying adds up no it's just i don't like them i don't know it's like, for, for you, you don't like Slipknot, Shane. I don't hate
2: them. I don't like Slipknot because there's 11 members and there's just a mash of noise constantly going on. And I don't like...
1: That's one of the best shows I've ever been to, though. Because I
0: don't want to listen to Tom Morello fucking record scratch on his fucking guitar. Like, play your shit. Don't fucking get a fucking hey, DJ if you want to do that shit.
2: Hey, man. Arm the
0: homeless. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't get me started on that either. So, and, I'm no, I'm and... out. I'm...
2: No, I'm with you on that one. I'm don't with you cut on your guitar one. strings on the headstock. Oh, see? See? Like,
0: everything about, everything about that band is just fucking cringe, and I don't like them.
2: Alright, we've talked about Rage, Tyler. We've talked about <laughs> Tornadoes. We've talked about the FAA... We've talked about, let's just get to Metallica. How's that sound? We're 19 minutes in. We haven't even talked about our favorite band.
1: Sounds good. I'm ready.
2: Born and raised in Oklahoma City. First first memory. First memory that still remains. Maybe the first time you saw them. What do you got?
1: I was uh, 1994. My brothers were babysitting me. I have two older brothers that are uh, 12 years old and 10 years older than me. And they were babysitting me while my parents were in Vegas, and they dragged me to the Oklahoma City Fairgrounds to see Metallica. They snuck me in. How old were you? I was 10 or 11. I had it, never listened to them before in my life.
2: You had no idea who they were, and you're getting drugged to the county fairgrounds.
1: Yeah, they were like, oh, you'll have fun. And I was like, yeah, huh? Okay. And I did.
2: And in nineteen ninety four, do you remember what song they don't, opened doing? Don't don't.
0: I knew it. That's why I already started shaking my head. Fred Fan <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I told you is it, I'm screening the guests from now on. <laughs>
2: fucking if, believable
0: if they have been at one of those fucking shit and sheds fucking shows then they're not coming on here
1: shit hits the sheds well, the, jeffrey the cool thing about that show um, fucking unbelievable
0: oh my god i knew it was coming as soon as you said 94 <laughs> i'm like god damn it here we go the,
1: the cool thing about that show well or about the or about the tour mostly was because uh i think allison chains was supposed to be on the tour but they dropped out because Lane Staley was having like a heroin issue.
2: Huh, imagine oh, that. Oh, shocking.
1: Well, it, and it was uh and that night, uh I didn't know it at the time. I didn't even realize it, but Jerry Cantrell came out and played bells with him. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, there's a video of it online. But uh yeah, that was um that was gotta an experience. You,
2: I got to ask you, Tyler, as as a kid, Never knowing who they were, when you heard them live, did you recognize any song?
1: Uh, not until Inner Sandman. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the very end of the show. Sure, I'm like, sure. oh, I know that song.
2: I've heard that one before, but as you watch that show progress, were you like, yeah, this is this is badass.
1: I was like, this is for me. Then and and it's been that way pretty much ever since. I did not see them again until um ninety eight. When they were doing the uh, amphitheater tour in Dallas, I had my older brother Matt take me again, and he took me again to the Summer Sanitarium in two thousand.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you saw them in '98 on that tour, do you remember what they opened with,
1: Jeff? Say it.
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm li- say it. You know, Jesus
1: you, fucking Christ!
0: We've got we've got Bread <laughs> fan twice. We've got fucking Rage Against the Machine. Like, dude, I'm I'm done. I'm out. <laughs>
2: Jeff's over the tornado in the FAA.
0: He's done. Oh, man. That's a wrap. I'm out. See you guys later. I'm pretty sure
2: that entire Reload Sheds tour was a Bread Fan opener, too.
1: Yes, it was It was actually the same. It was Bread Fan Puppets, but it was the full version of Puppets in 98.
2: This is rough. I can't catch a break. 23 minutes, and Jeff's ready to say good night. What's that thing on AOL? Goodbye. Yeah, literally. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.
1: I remember when you could customize those, and I think uh, I had a booger from Revenge of the Nerds doing mine (laughs) when I would sign on to AOL.
2: You could customize your characters on there, or yeah, uh,
1: I don't remember that. It was like towards the end when, um, before Before. it all went to digital, you could like customize everything. It was. That was pretty cool back in the day when you, I figured out how to do that. Change the that. text
0: and all that stuff.
1: Change the text. Yep.
0: The color of it and the background and shit.
2: Really? Uh, oh, oh yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that. I just remember chat rooms.
0: That's Shane was too busy just getting down to the nitty gritty. Like, all right. Yep. He's like he's like Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Just I love chatting the way with babes your all day. Sandy hair
2: <laughs> floats in the
1: air. I'm trying <laughs> to, to become a cage fighter. To, yeah.
2: <laughs> to me it's just like a lullaby i'm just flying by oh so high <laughs> well tyler 94 98 it's 2021 how many times have you seen the mighty machine
1: uh 23 nice and they haven't
2: okay. played oklahoma city 23 times
1: no they haven't uh i've seen them i've seen them probably in every major city in texas multiple times The most shows that I saw was pretty much on the Madly Anger With You World Tour, because I just got to travel all over Texas, Oklahoma. I think I even saw them in Little Rock.
2: Did you get to hear Sweet Amber the only time they played it in Texas? Yes. Nice. Man, that's cool. You and uh, uh, Jeff Little from DFW. Where'd they play that? Like Lubbock or something? It was Lubbock, yes. It's a rare track. How yeah. sweet are you? How sweet 20,000 people going, get? what's this?
1: <laughs> except, except for me in the front row, I hear the little intro, you're like, oh shit. Hell they're yeah. playing it, they're playing it, they're playing it. Holy shit! And everyone around you is like, I gotta pee.
2: Right. Yeah. Smoke break. Jeff, what would you do if we hear Sweet Amber in December?
0: Hey, dude, I will definitely not go rock a piss.
1: They need to play Fixer. I'm saying it right now. They better play Fixer. They, they will.
0: Yep. I, I think they will. One
2: of the nights... We've been, we've been saying that for, what, the last four weeks? It's it's going to happen.
0: It has to. It really does. When else are you going to have the perfect opportunity to play... I would say that might be arguably the number one most requested song that they've never played.
1: I've, it's mine. It's, it's probably my second favorite song that they've ever done.
2: It's a great
0: song. That doesn't...
2: That doesn't even... While we're on the topic of our 20-week, 19, 18-week countdown to this glorious weekend, Tyler, I take it you're going?
1: No, I am not going. It's in December. I got kids in school, and you got Christmas recitals. It's just oh, not going Oh,
0: dude. See, that's what I was trying to tell him. I got three daughters, too. Doesn't well, matter. Not, gonna, I would say I'm, two, but I got three daughters. I'm going
2: to write Tyler a, a field trip permission slip, and he's going <laughs> to slip away for two days. I have to say, Jeff... And Tyler, I'm really disappointed with the in-podcast-for-all community.
0: Yeah, and why is that?
2: Uh, Our little countdown to December with our in-voting-for-all rare songs that we all want to hear. Right. Fight Fire with Fire, Uh, Beat Out, My Trapped Under Ice.
1: Very disappointed, everyone. Very. Yeah, you guys are supposed to be
0: on Shane's side. What's going on here? Oh, my
1: God. I voted Trapped because it is my favorite Metallica song.
2: Whoa, big words there, Tyler. Mm-hmm. My mom even voted for Trapped. Nicole Winslow wants Trapped Under Ice. Right. When I uh, good job, Nick. <laughs> when I
1: did What's the What's wrong meeting?
2: with people? We've heard Fight Fire a thousand times, and Trapped only maybe 140. Uh, I don't know. 140.
1: <laughs> <140? laughs> I'm looking it up right now while you guys laugh. I was Hang about on. to look. I was about to look it up, but no. When I uh, I'm gonna say actually, 140.
0: I think I, that's pushing it. Yeah, you might be right. I got excited. 90.
1: When I met the guys in 04, I actually asked Lars if he could play Trapped Under Ice. And he was like, what are you trying to do? You trying to kill me? And then after the... And then for like the second encore, they jammed on Trapped Under Eyes for a few minutes. And they were like, what? Somebody actually said that?
0: Like, yeah, there's people out there that want to hear these songs. Believe it or not, Metallica, not everybody in the crowd wants to hear Enter Sandman. Nothing else matters and sad but true. I'm Just actually, saying. I'm
2: really disappointed in myself. What did I say? 130? 140. Was it even, double digits? I shouldn't even be a Metallica co-host. because I said really 90.
0: Is it still under that too?
2: Twenty-one. <laughs> I don't know why I can't. I got excited. I got ahead of myself. H- hold on,
0: everybody listening. Let's give Shane a golf clap. Well, and me too because I was way off.
2: Dude, I was way off. I don't. I'm yeah, thinking, there we go. Thank you, Tyler. I'm thinking of like, it's okay, buddy. Maybe turn the page. Maybe. <laughs>
0: Well, you know why we're on twenty
2: one? How can you vote for Fight Fire over Trapped when they've only played it twenty fucking one times?
0: You just wait until the end when we get the hits and everyone's gonna wanna hear fucking enter Sandman. Watch. They're all gonna vote for it.
2: I'm sorry, you just just blew your cover that Sandman's actually towards the end of these countdowns, Jeff.
0: That that doesn't mean
2: anything. I it could be Sandman, it could be sad but true. Who knows? So far we have Phantom that won over militia. Jump in the fire over pulling teeth and now fight over trapped. Highly disappointed this week. Well, you know what?
0: Let's see if we can bring it back and maybe maybe the podcast for all listeners will redeem themselves this week because we are on what? Week number
2: four now? Week four, 17 weeks to go until our glorious December vacation.
0: Right on. Alright, so tonight on and in voting for all we have Escape versus Call of Cthulhu. Oh boy. And remember we're thinking about rare stuff here. I mean we're thinking about you know what do we really want to hear live?
2: Rare tunes. This is our last ride the lightning section, this right is, Jeff?
0: This is the last ride the lightning. <laughs> that's okay.
1: that's a
2: tough one.
1: Oh,
2: I know which way I'm going, so Tyler, you uh, you take it away.
1: Escape. Okay. Escape, that was pretty easy. The second half of Ride the Lightning is untouchable for me, so it's Escape.
2: Jeff Winslow, what is yep. your mother going to vote for? Escape. Your mom is?
0: Oh, absolutely. She loves that song.
2: Is your mom coming to Duluth next weekend?
0: I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got to talk to her. I have think, you
1: guys ever played Escape?
0: I think both my parents will be there. Yeah, we, we have. have. A couple uh, times. handful of times? Like maybe three to five times.
2: We even have the siren sample in the end, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to play. <laughs> Out for my own. My own oh, yeah. Bridge. Jeff, what are you
0: going with? As far as seeing seeing it live, I would have to go with Escape just because
1: it's a hey. Escape. But they'll play Cthulhu before they play Escape, I guarantee it.
0: Hey, you know what? That'd make my dad happy. He loves Call of Cthulhu. He used to, I remember when I was a little kid, I'd be falling asleep on like the love seat. I'd wake up in the morning, and I'd hear him finger-picking the intro.
1: No, it was um, when uh, SNM 2, uh, they aired it on PBS probably about six months ago. And my mom was actually the one who told me that it was on, and she texted me, and she goes, what's this first song? And I was like, Uh oh, yeah. that is called The Call of Cthulhu. And she goes, I like it. All right, Mom. I'm like, well, you, you had to listen to it for 10 years on this, on my stereo, so <laughs> you should yeah, know it. but I like it. the
2: symphony one. It's nice and pretty. Yes. Well, the mom's like... Oh, sorry, Jeff. Your mom's going with Escape? Yeah. Okay. Tyler's mom, if you're listening, is going with Cthulhu. Unanimous tonight. I'm going with Escape.
0: Yeah. I mean... I really Dude, it's hope just,
2: it's you gotta play that for the fortieth. You gotta play that for your for the Met Club family.
0: APFA listeners, do the right thing. I said that last week and you did not do the right thing. Do the right no. thing this week.
2: You're fired.
0: <laughs> I swear. Twenty one times, Shane. About to be twenty two and maybe twenty three.
2: A hundred and thirty in my dreams, but in reality twenty one. <laughs> that was actually pathetic on my part. I apologize. Uh. <laughs>
0: oh man not gonna brag. i've heard
2: actually thought was... live sorry sorry go ahead tyler
1: no i actually thought i was guessing that um trap was gonna was uh gonna be played at least 14 or 15 times i'm surprised it was more than 20 you're close i don't know yeah, where i got that I, number from i got way too excited
0: i shot high because shane shot so high so i was like i should probably go a little bit lower but i was still fucking 70 yeah. off <laughs>
2: At the end of year and a half, doesn't Kirk go? You're fired. Yeah, that's what I'm fired. Exactly.
0: I can't believe you, motherfuckers. You fucking lay around, talk hey, about your cunting you language, and
1: then, you when you, and then when you get, you guys get fucking. Hey! You uh, and then when you guys get fucking bored, you start filming. You're fired.
2: We're both fired. I guess so. This but is Tyler free- show now. The Tyler, the Oklahoma City for All show. Yeah. And Tornadoes for All. And 405 for All.
1: And Tornadoes <laughs> for All. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> In the eye of the tornado. Speaking of Dave Mustaine. Right. Tornado souls.
0: Tornado
2: Uh To wrap it up, I'm going with Escape. I've heard Cthulhu live three times It's got to be escaped. Don't let us down, guys. Uh, Voting opens Thursday morning, closes late Thursday night with results on Friday. Tyler, it's season five. It's kind of an open season. You've heard every episode of ours. Anything's on the table. Uh, What would you like to discuss next, sir?
1: The return of Jason Newstead when he was doing (laughs) the... When he was doing the bo- unboxing, I was... That was elaborate. a dude, great I was
2: subject to talk about. I'm glad
1: you brought that up.
0: Yeah, that that hat he was wearing was awesome.
1: I thought it was Hetfield at first, but I was like, not too skinny. And then when he started talking, I immediately had a tear in my eye. And I'm like, Jason's back. This is awesome.
2: Rob is out, Jason's back. That's exactly what you thought, right?
1: Uh, No, I mean... Jason says that he can't do it anymore But, you know I was just Come back just once (laughs) Maybe the 40th, you never know Maybe
0: Yeah, but you know what, this time I want Rob To sit down and just let Jason be up there I mean, no offense to Rob No offense to Rob, but I think Every (laughs) Yeah, I think
1: every Speaking of fight fire with fire Exactly (laughs) I think two every, bases and fight fire with fire. That'd be pretty epic, though.
0: It would be. But let's face it. Every diehard Metallica fan wants to see just the four of them on stage one more time. You and a, and I'm one of them. I'm and one and of them. no other distractions. No okay. Rob. Nobody I could, else. Just I could, put, I could see that. Like I want. OK, maybe this is reaching, but I want, you know, maybe two or three songs where it's just Jason with the with the with the boys. You know what I mean?
1: I agree. I to agree. To live is to die jam.
0: <laughs> to live is to die. I mean, I mean, realistically, On the
2: drummers are sitting down.
0: Realistically, it should be black album songs that he plays because, obviously, with you know the whole
1: blackened, you know, yeah, yeah, blackened. Yeah, Jason needs to bring back his six-string bass?
2: Yeah, for sad but true. Yeah, dude. When I was watching that unboxing, I actually watched it twice. The first time through, I'm like. Okay, check out all the items, and it was it was interesting to watch Jason's reaction to. It was almost like he had PTSD leading up to like opening the box with that knife, taking deep breaths and like, whew, okay, he I'm ready to jump in, and he's like kind of rubbing his hands together, like, oh, here we go. I haven't looked at this in 20 years. It was it was it was I should say interesting to watch his reaction to kind of diving into that thing.
1: I had to process myself. I think I've watched it about four or five times now, (laughs) and (laughs) like the first time I saw it, I had to stop, get in my truck so I can take it all in because
2: (laughs) you wanted to be uninterrupted watching
1: it. I wanted to be uninterrupted watching it because Uh, I, I get it. I get it. Ever since I was a kid, I mean, Jason was the guy. I mean, he just commanded every show that I saw up until he left. I mean it's just like sometimes he was like, sorry Het, get out of the way. Sure. This is my stage. That that's just how I see him up there. And it's um funny you should say this. Um when Woodstock ninety nine happened, um my parents had like just gotten like digital cable for the first time and you had like eighteen channels of HBO. Sure. And uh HBO Latino, the Latino channel was doing the entire weekend of uh Woodstock ninety nine. So hate to bring it up, but it was I was so excited that night. It was Rage Against the Machine, then Metallica. <laughs> there you go, Joe. And uh. and Jason was just there. He was in it. He was on fire. On fire. It was just they were all on fire. That is probably to this day is my favorite show that i've seen that i wasn't at what
2: song did they what song did they open woodstock up with so what
1: oh you got lucky jeff i yeah. Uh... it was so what it was puppets and then i think it went into bells mm-hmm. it was it was not one of the typical set lists. it was one of the shorter sets they do uh bleeding me in the set they do king nothing yes yes
2: a hundred thousand people it's open with so what
1: <laughs> yeah well have you guys seen the woodstock 99 documentary yes that Famous. I mean yes it was it was that was a great documentary but Fabulous. uh it was just that show is like the pinnacle before it was like the calm before the storm because that was the year before Jason quit right right right
2: Jeff what was your take on the unboxing you know, it was just cool to
0: see him, you know, take a trip down memory lane and just you could tell that, Big time. you know, like, like you guys are saying, like you can tell that he hasn't visited that part of his life. I mean, he's talked about it, but he hasn't really like visited that part of his life. I feel like publicly for quite some time, you know what I mean? So just to see him really dive deep and, you know, kind of talk about, you know, some of the stuff that was included in there and see his reaction it it seemed pretty genuine, so, and like I said, I thought his cowboy hat was pretty awesome, so
2: gotta go with the hat. It was interesting how he said he hadn't listened to the record in twenty years. Did you catch that?
0: yeah, I mean, i don't i I don't blame him i mean he he made the record, you know, he toured the record, he knows what it sounds like, and I feel like after all of the you know bullshit that happened and the way he exited the band and just right you know, all the bad blood that was there. I mean, I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to go back and listen to it. And then, you know, realistically, who knows? It, it might not have been the greatest time of his life, even though we look at it and we're like, how could it not be? You're well, recording the, the greatest album of all time. But, I mean, they've said time and time again,
2: especially at that time, like, they put him through some shit. So you see it from from a human aspect. I see it from a fan aspect where it's like, how do you not sit down on a Saturday night and pop that record in and listen to a masterpiece? It. It's, i don't think he does <laughs> yeah no exactly i don't think any does. of the guys do no it's just another day at work
0: but yeah especially him he just like i said you could just tell there was there's was a little bit of emotion
2: there when he was opening it up but his it, memory was fabulous when he looked at pictures oh yeah yeah he's like la portugal denmark uh portugal again monument valley phoenix arizona it's like holy shit you are sharp dude and
0: i can hardly tell when i'm in wisconsin
2: (laughs) where am i where where are we (laughs) it was it was cool for any for any member to do the unboxing to have him do it in such great detail i mean that was like a 15 minute video yeah good point tyler that is a good question i mean
1: i mean do you i don't think management metallica's management would reach out to him i think someone no I, yeah i would definitely lars i think it was lars i probably did it
0: oh we want you to um you know open this box up you know and talk about some shit
1: it's got a lot of fucking shit in it
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's some pretty cool photos you know you might remember them maybe not you know
2: i knew when i clicked on the video and it was 15 minutes long i'm like already this is going to be like the ooh. best unboxing video ever in Metallica.
0: Well, and when you see that Metallica themselves post a right. video of Jason, it's like, right. ooh, this is this, this is, is interesting. Awesome.
2: Like when you saw of the unboxing, yeah. When you watch like the Kill 'Em All and Ride the Lightning and Justice unboxing with like Kirk and James, it's like, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, well, here's some lyrics, here's the well, laminate, especially four minutes, uh, especially and we're
0: James done. because you know. James when it comes to his band you can tell it's like he he doesn't dislike talking about it but you know everyone puts it on such a pedestal where he's just like I'm just the dude who plays guitar and sings for a living like he doesn't see it like you know I've heard countless interviews even the Rogan interview where he's like dude you're like the almighty James Hetfield and the biggest baddest fucking metal band in the world and he's just doesn't like doesn't want to hear it and he's like um okay i guess if you say so you know what i mean right. so you can just tell like for him like he's going through the motions because i don't want to say because he has to but
2: he's just he's getting through it you know it's like how jason unboxed that it was like how the three of us wanted to unbox it as a fan
0: yeah like you want to look through it and dive into
2: it oh that's a badass picture oh moscow amazing oh check out these laminates badass
0: he sold it better than anyone has for any of the unboxings, that's for sure.
1: Kirk's unboxing was fun, though, yeah, when Kirk's, he did justice. Yeah,
0: yeah, Kirk's wasn't bad,
2: but... Yep, just short. Yeah. So are they going to have a box set to the Binge and Purge box set coming up next? <laughs> a box set to the box a set? A box set
1: of the box set, yeah. <laughs> I, think- I think they will. I think they should. I mean, it was an just, official release. Why not?
0: They should just keep going. I mean, Lars said it's you know they they're not even close to being done yet. They might as well just keep <laughs> going until they can do a box set all the way up to Saint Angry. Angry.
1: Hey, how about Saint Angry? How, about, how many nights did they do in Mexico City for live shit?
0: Three nights. Was it? Yeah,
1: do yeah do all three or four nights all on vinyl? On that'll vinyl, be like the whole thing. That'll be like what twenty one pieces of vinyl. <laughs>
2: Mexico City, muy fucking bien.
1: Mexico City,
0: muy fucking bien. Muchas gracias. See ya. That would be cool to get one of those concerts. It doesn't matter which one, but one of them on vinyl. That would be pretty cool if they did a release with that, and then you know There's- maybe some unreleased shit.
1: There's actually a video online of one of the of the video from the Mexico City online from '93. They need to officially release that. I agree, Tyler. That would be amazing. How much that, uh, how much the audio is,
2: you know, engraved in our skulls. When you order your live shit box set, the box set itself comes inside a real life size road case I was going thinking rate the same thing I was thinking $6,499 you get an actual road case of the actual case of the $6,666 well.
1: there, yeah, there if, you go
2: If you
0: thought the black album jacket was expensive wait till you see this fucking road case
2: Hey speaking of that do we have a price on that coat yet
0: Yeah anybody listening if you know
2: let us know cuz we don't know
1: The price on what? Oh sorry
2: The Wherever I May Roam tour coat with the Sabbath True skulls on the sleeve
1: Oh right. Is it the fifth members exclusive?
2: Yeah, but I haven't seen a price on it and they're they're saying it's part of the deluxe box set. So if someone knows, write in and podcast for all at gmail dot com.
0: I thought maybe Jason would be wearing it or he'd put it on, but oh, I didn't dude, even see cowboy it. Cowboy hat.
1: Yeah, cowboy. He's on the ranch. Oh wait, don't
0: didn't he sell the ranch?
1: He sold the ranch. Yeah, he sold the Montana ranch, yeah. Whew.
0: Now he wants to own Idaho.
2: Do you know that if you look at Montana, Idaho border it looks like Joe Biden's looking to the left and sniffing Idaho. <laughs> Swear to God, <laughs> pull it up on your phone right now. Swear to God, I'm totally looking it up right now. Montana, Shit. Idaho, yep, Montana. Look- he's he's looking to the left and he's sniffing Idaho. That's what that border looks like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God!
1: <laughs> I can't unsee that. Oh my see? God! It totally does. Look at <laughs> see.
2: <laughs>
0: Can't unsee <laughs> Oh, President Sniffing.
2: And when I saw that, I saw that a couple months ago. And like the Biden said, once border. Once you've seen that, Tyler, you can't unsee it. And I thought someone maybe Ooh. made an adjustment to it to make it look that way. You might not want to call nope. it the Biden
0: border. They might not be too happy about that there. <laughs> yeah, The President Sniffles on the case there.
2: You'll never see Idaho and Montana again.
0: Oh, my God. That's so funny. You're welcome. You're welcome,
2: boys. <laughs> that was good. What were we talking about? Cowboy hats and black albums and laminates and guitar picks and forty-five pieces of vinyl. Yeah, and jackets. Why didn't they include the white leather coat? instead? I'm saying, where we is? We said the- that last week on the way home from Sturgis.
0: Hey, we saw we saw. Lars needs to
2: pull that out jacket. of the road case. Yeah, for real. I think so, Tyler.
1: Yeah, I think for the for for the 40th anniversary show, Lars needs to come out wearing that leather jacket. Well, we'll be we, with bread fan.
0: we already know that Lars is listening because they're trying to make sure that they get, you know, the proper information oh, yeah. for their podcasts.
1: Dude, fuck it. They're talking about the white leather coat.
2: <laughs> that's it's in the good.
0: closet somewhere.
2: <laughs> that was damn good. That was
0: good.
1: I, I, I think that's my uh, Jim Brewer impression. I'm doing a Jim Brewer impression of Lars. I'll just <laughs>
2: We'll take it, Tyler. That was that was pretty damn well. Better than the two of us could do. Oh, absolutely. I can just do the haw, huh? ha, huh? <laughs> with, with as I you know roll my hair back. He doesn't have any hair anymore, so I can't do that anymore.
0: That's why he doesn't have any hair anymore. Is because he fucking kept rolling it back and rubbing it with his hand.
2: Thirty nine years ago, on ha huh? huh? Tyler. Twenty seven minutes ago, we cut you off, but you were talking about a meet and greet. No four. Tell us about that.
1: You know, I had tickets to the show. And during the pre-sale, and then of course when I got the uh, email that saying that the uh, meet and greet was open for the show, I went ahead and entered in for it, and I didn't win. I was actually put, back then they did,
2: wah, um, wah, wah. Uh,
1: they did alternative lists, like if nobody showed up, like if somebody didn't show up, you would get their pass. And it was only like three or four people on the, on the alternate lists. But their guy at the time, um, he, I don't know if he still works with him, but his name was Toby. He yep. came, he came out and, uh, was like, he had all these passes and he just handed them all out to everyone. So I was just like, huh?
2: And they're all meet and greet stickers.
1: Yeah. He gave us all meet and greet stickers Wow. and, um, you know, we were, it was actually a lot, the thing with meet and, the meet and greet was a, it was a lot of standing around. It was probably about two, two and a half hours of just standing around the entire time. And uh, What city? It was in Oklahoma City. It was downtown, it was the called the Ford Center at the time. It's okay. ch- it changed names two or three times since, but they took us down to the... Belly of the beast, as they say. It
2: wasn't the Chesapeake Bay Arena, is what you're saying.
1: Chesapeake Energy Arena. No, it's not. Oh, I was so close. It's not the Chesapeake anymore. It's now the Paycom Center. They just changed it about two weeks ago. That's the Thunder Arena, right? Yes, it is.
2: Did the Thunder play there when it was still the Ford Center?
1: No, no. The Thunder have only, okay. haven't only only been here since oh nine. Okay, this was four St. Anger? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was... Um, the entire time it was um like you're walking through their crew and everything. I got to see Zach, uh the base tech, talk to Zach, uh their photographer. Um what else was it? Got to see Stefan or Stefan Shirazi and cool. uh he was he was a really cool guy to talk to. I mean Great guy. E- everybody on the crew was just like, You ready for this? And you're like, No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the the cold hours about,
2: of uh standing around sweating thinking about it.
1: Actually, it was cold. It was very cold at the bottom of the arena cuz it okay. was just all concrete walls from what I remember and there was actually a lot of kids in my line during the meet and greet which was really cool to see there was like 10 12 year old kids with guitars wanting Kirk to sign their guitars and actually when uh I met Rob first, and that was uh, that was probably the shortest conversation I had out of um, out of all of them. I had him sign my Infectious Grooves CD. That's cool. Along with my uh, Saint Anger vinyl, which I have not ever listened to. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> wow, Jeff, your thoughts?
0: Oh man, you're missing out. Too much raids against the machine on the turntable. Apparently, it must have given him hearing damage or something.
1: Well, I take that back. Um, this was the uh, uh, this was the two thousand three, so vinyl wasn't being produced that much. I uh, I put it on the record player, and the record quality is not good. You could turn it up all the way, and it just does not sound good. So I just never listened to it.
0: And that's when we're going to insert all the comments of people saying, well, duh, that record doesn't sound good no matter what you play it on.
1: Well, it didn't sound good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so take that off and put Bomb Track on. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Now we're talking. (laughs) I'm pissing Jeff off, aren't I? (laughs) No, but um, it was pretty awesome. Uh, Then uh, James came out, and uh, he went from the far end of the line to get the people at the very back of the line. And then Kirk came in right behind them and I was stuck in the middle. So I got to meet James and Kirk at the same time.
2: Sometimes that's good. And sometimes that's
1: bad. It was bad for me.
2: Yeah. You run out of time because they're crisscrossing the, pe- the, the line.
1: It wasn't that. I made a fool out of myself. I was just like, Oh, a 19, 20 year old kid. I was like, uh, I, first, I don't know what to say. Don't say anything stupid. I was like, I'm meeting you guys at once, and Kirk was like, "Yeah, man, it's all good." And um, I, it was fu- it was a funny thing. Uh, James just got like a tat a new tattoo on like on his inner arm a couple of days prior, and I accidentally hit it. Oh shit! <laughs>
2: nice. He was like,
1: <laughs> 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 "No, he was he was, he he was, was all
2: a little tender."
1: He, yeah, it was a little. T- he was like, "He was like, whoa, man." I'm like, "Sorry." Yeah, and actually, there's a picture of me on that. If you go to that Oklahoma City date, there's a picture of me with James and Kirk.
0: So clearly, it wasn't that bad.
1: No, it wasn't I, that I, bad. If they I it wasn't it in hindsight, picture.
0: that's that's pretty cool.
1: It was a cool time, but Lars, um, Lars meeting him was different because the funny thing when uh, Kirk and James were done, we waited for like an hour for Lars. We we're like, "Hey, is Lars coming out?" And we we're like, wow. "Oh." We're like, uh, we don't know. He's uh, He just woke up from a nap, and now he's on the phone. <laughs> what? He's talking to
2: Axel. Well, at least he came out, though.
1: No, he came out, and he stood in front of me and talked to me for like a good five, ten minutes. Awesome. We were just like the two people standing next to me. We were all just having he a was, conversation.
0: He was like, hey, Tyler was like, hey, don't you get short with me there, man.
1: Yeah, literally. (laughs) I'm
0: six foot, so I was legit. Oh, yeah, exactly. So you really were like, don't you get short with me. It was legit.
2: (laughs) I know you just had a nap, but don't even try me. Right. (laughs) I hate to interrupt here, but you guys have to see this.
1: Oh, the uh, my fall plans and the Delta Variant. my fall variant. plans yep.
2: is Jason Newstead. The Delta variant is the Justice album. I shared that on Facebook <laughs> earlier today. I thought I did. I, I did too. I literally so I, I've seen so many
0: of those and I'm like, wow, this is they're, they're so stupid. So the stupid. Delta variant meme. Yeah, I'm like, wow, this God, is just the good. dumbest shit. And then I saw that one a little <laughs> bit ago and I was like, I have to share. It. I'm like,
2: this is the best one I've seen yet. Someone just sent that to me. I'm like, boy, is this perfect timing or what? Oh, that was that was great. Well, who comes up with this stuff?
0: Yeah, who? I want to know who was the guy or or the gal or the gal, I guess. But someone from would, Oklahoma City. Who was the who is the person that decided? All right, this is a meme. This is this. We're oh gonna we're gonna take an image and we're gonna put some words on it, and it's gonna completely change, change the, world. the world. It's gonna change internet as we know it. That World Wide Web goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dong dong Goodbye.
1: We were done with the meet and greet. They were walking us out, and it was during when Godsmack was playing. So we got to watch about three minutes of Godsmack from great opener, by the way, the backstage area. And uh, we met, I missed the whole set, but we got to see a few songs from the backstage. So that was a, actually a pretty cool, unique perspective. They were like, Hey, when you're when you got hey like hey when you guys are done watching, you got to go out that door. And then, like, two minutes later, you're like, okay, you guys have got to go.
2: Cool to see it from, like, a backstage hallway, though.
1: Mm-hmm. So, but that night, I was trying to uh, get on the rail as close as I could. But then again, people have been on the rail for, like, four or five hours at that point. So, I was, right. I pushed my way up there throughout the whole show. And uh, when, I, uh, when the main set was done, you know, before they do their first and second encores, they just threw out guitar picks and whatnot Lars came down and just handed me two drumsticks. So I, I have two pairs of Lars's drumsticks. That's probably my most prized possession that I have. I don't have a big collection it or anything pays like that. To but be I,
2: tall, Tyler. Yes, it does. He recognized you and said, "Oh, I, I took a nap. I made him wait an hour. He, he deserves some aluminum Easton sticks. Not up to the logo.
1: <laughs> oh God." <laughs> <laughs> nicely
2: done, <laughs> nicely done, Jeffrey.
1: Rem oh, shot, but yeah, right. <laughs> so, Tyler,
2: I gotta ask you: a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of history, twenty plus shows. Do you have a song that should not be?
0: Oh yes, and <sighs> I think we haven't I, touched on this in a couple weeks. It can't be the whole entire Sanger album either.
1: It isn't. So we're gonna say Sanger, but, but, but Purify is pretty close. <laughs>
2: Okay, we've heard that before, but Jeff, heard already, that. Jeff already Jeff has stipulations, so uh something else besides oh. the red fisted angry
0: Oh no, he can pick the song Purify. I just didn't want to hear, well, the whole entire
1: Saint Anger oh, album. Okay.
2: If you pick some if you pick some off St. Anger, that's fine, but it's Maybe just... it's a Rage Against the Machine song. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> There's three or four songs on St. Anger that I just love. So um But if I had to think about it. It is actually the St. Anger version of All Within My Hands, because it's just, it just does not sound good.
2: We had that a couple weeks ago with The Preacher Family.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've we've heard that quite a bit. (laughs) It
2: It doesn't even phase me anymore. Rick and Sam Kelly said that song, didn't they? Yeah, I believe so.
0: You know, hearing saying you know something off of Saint Anger, or something off of Lulu, or where the wild things are, Prince Charming, fucking Ronnie, you know,
2: those are to be expected. It's when whoa, whoa, whoa! Prince Charming was like a popular song on everyone's dream. No more setlist. Yeah,
0: it was. But I'm
2: just. Prince, saying, I love Prince Charming.
0: I do too. But I'm just saying, like when you hear songs like that, you're like, okay, whatever. That's to be expected. See and, right uh, through me. And we're gonna go back to it again. We're <laughs> gonna go back to it again. It's when you hear a song like Orion picked for the song that should not be that's when it's like holy shit everybody stop the phones you know i i I love hearing people say songs that you would never expect like i want someone to come in here and say i think injustice for all is the song
2: that should not be i would that's why we like dino from shitalica so much
0: right like i would love to hear someone come in here and just completely just like blow my mind saying like yeah master of puppets is the song that should not be
2: fuck creeping death
0: exactly you know what i mean like it's just like
2: holy shit did they just say that <laughs> someday we're gonna hear that i Orion was up there with dino but someday we're gonna hear creep
0: we'll hear creep or you know sand. well i, I said sandman at one time but nonetheless that didn't you know, count I, I mean yeah it, it, it can cannot <laughs> Bread fan opening with it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's a song that should not be right there. Just bread oh, no. fan opening slot.
2: Tyler's heard it twice. How can you deny that's a badass opener? Ninety four, ninety eight. It's in the books. But is it really,
0: Tyler? Is it really that great of an opener, or is there better openers?
1: There's better openers. There are better nope. openers. Nope. I, I love bread fan, but there oh, are sir. better openers.
0: I love the song, too. I just don't think it's the best oh. opener.
1: What? What I'm pretty excited to hear is on the um, on all the live CDs that are going to be on the black album box set. There's actually a show on there where they opened with "Of Wolf and Man." See, yes.
0: that's what I'm talking about.
1: Yep, that is, I'm really looking forward to hearing that. Now, if they did that, dead, I would dead, dead. I would shit my pants.
0: All right, Shane. Looks like in Duluth, <laughs> right, right, right out of ecstasy, right into wolf. We already know that we all know it. Everybody up there would be like what the hell are they playing? Oh, they're um, playing their they're playing their originals.
2: Opening with Wolf. That would be a first
1: and probably a last. I think it was their first and last. If we ever uh, opened it would up be with, for us too,
0: if it if it op- we opened with Wolf, ever it'd have to be at like some like rare ass show at like the caboose. Caboos. yeah. <laughs> we that, both thought the same venue. Yeah, it's always the caboose. Our rare shit. That's like the one venue where we could get away with playing two hours of nothing but rare shit, and people
2: still lose their fucking minds. I agree.
1: I'd be one of them.
2: Tyler, season five, episode four. Anything else you want to touch on in your open season from? More Land of the F5 Tornado, Oklahoma.
1: I actually have a Dream No More set list that I have been wanting to share what? for a while. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. This
0: is like a wow. flashback. Wow, I was so surprised I knocked the chair over that was next to me. Wow, what just This happened? is like
2: a fucking flashback.
1: That was actually my favorite favorite season that you guys did oh. was the Dream No More set list. Okay, Tyler, I just wow. got to let
0: you know you're about two seasons too late, bud.
1: <laughs> I know, man. I got kids, I got work You know, it's just
2: <laughs> This is like, I'm gonna call it right now This is a frantic flashback moment Dude, I
0: like that If only we could do this on Friday It could be frantic flashback Friday
2: A fucking frantic flashback There we go, triple F I tell you what, we're not going to spend a a shit ton of time going through your dream no more, but I I think we're going to hear it.
0: I definitely, now that it's brought up in that... Tyler, now I'm
2: excited. I'm excited for this. Now
0: everyone listening is going to be like, "All right, Tyler brought it up. That means hey, we can do Dream No More setlist. We can do Master of Albums. It's it's open season. Great. Right. I, I, I like this. I definitely. My
1: Master of Albums would be a four disc box set. So I'm not even. I didn't even bother.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for four not. Discs. Thank you for not stretching the rule. Your your set list now does it meet our requirements or is it like an eighty four song set list?
1: It's eighteen. It's eighteen. Eighteen.
2: All
0: right. Golf clap.
2: All right, Tyler. What do you got? The Welcome to the frantic flashback moment. It, boy, this is Wow, we're taking it like, we're taking it way back to Dream No More. Way back. Like there should be snow on the ground when we talk about this in Minnesota. I'm re- I'm ready for this. Not th- not the
0: snow, not the snow, but
1: The okay. tornado sirens are going off. Hold on. Nope, we're good. Okay.
2: <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> back to more. All right, Tyler, what do you got?
1: I Love it when they open with black end. So I'm. They're going to start with black end. Yes. Kay. Going to the going to four horsemen with the Sweet Home Alabama interlude. Yes. Nice. boy.
2: <laughs> a true Apple fan. I love it.
1: Okay, and then my favorite, Trapped Under Ice. Okay. All right. See,
0: and we knew it. We knew that it was. You know, he voted for Trapped Under Ice. I. You know,
2: I wouldn't expect anything less. I like how. I can picture Four Horse coming to a cutoff and then James does a little banter right into that's how they're gonna do it in December or I'm walking out if they don't play trap third I'm walking out I'm going to the hotel third <laughs> <laughs> if they haven't played by the third slot I'm out
0: like all right sorry it's been nice but you know what <laughs> lifelong fan we're done I'm over
2: I know you opened with Fixer and Justice was second, but <laughs> you if you don't play Trap third, I'm out. <laughs>
0: Open with Fixer,
2: went right into where the wild things Justice are. Justice tape, <laughs> yeah, Justice tape,
1: Justice medley, and then they would go into Frayed. Ooh, nice.
0: Gonna make Lars work out.
1: Yes, this is this is gonna be a Lars workout set.
2: Oh, and man. then
1: and then they would after usually after the fourth they usually Kirk usually would do his solo, but at the end of his solo oh. he would actually have to do the swells for the fixer intro.
2: Oh, oh nicely so you, done. So
0: you're putting fixer
1: on the list. Yes. Of course it's nice. got to be. Fixer it's on the list and they then close Jeff's out. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then impressive. The yep. The drop D portion of the show, the god oh, that James. failed. Nice. Thing that should not be. The so- a song that nobody talks about Devil's Dance. Devil's That's Dance, one of yeah. my Wow. I,
0: I think I think they actually play it in standard D. I don't know if it's in drop D, but I mean it is detuned.
2: So I
0: know, God, th- I know thing, thing... And devil
2: are all together.
1: Mm-hmm. God, thing that should not be, devil's dance. A big old fat motherfucker.
2: <laughs> called the God thing devil.
1: <laughs> Disposable heroes. Damn. Man. Yeah, Lars is getting the work out. Well, I mean he I got heard, a little I'd bit be...
0: he he got a a breather during God and and Bang, thing and that, devil. yeah, all all three those are breather songs right there. Piss on the drum stool and move on.
1: What I call heavy heavy breathers.
0: <laughs> heavy breathers. Okay. Yep. I'm I'm glad sad wasn't in the detuned section.
1: Uh, nope, not on this set list. <laughs> and then uh, after disposable, straight into Damage Inc. Jeez.
2: <laughs> I'd be dead by now.
1: Then a little tape break. When you go into Nightmare. Oh, cool.
0: <laughs> now that now that song is in, indeed is in drop D, I believe. Right. I think that one actually is in drop D.
1: And then I'm going a little deep into the load. With the, with the LED microphone. 2x4. I thought about putting 2x4 on this, but it just did not fit. Okay. and but I, I was going to put it in this spot, but I went with Wasting My Hate. A short, nice. sweet, Fast, no guitar solo. I like it. Rager, and then they close the main set with Fight Fire.
0: Main set,
1: nice. yeah. We go into Whiplash and Creeping Death oh. for the encore. I'm glad Did that crash. Creep made it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I it wasn't. Creep has to be in every set list for me. I mean, if they, I'm like, if they don't play Creep, I'm out of here, kind of guy. But a lot of people are like, if I don't hear Sandman, I'm out. But I'm like, no, if I don't hear Creep, then I'm out.
2: Right, right.
1: But then the uh, the uh, last encore is going to be Cthulhu, Militia, then Die Die My Darling. <laughs> what? what?
0: scene with Die Die. I like wow.
1: it. Wow. Well, the thing is, when I saw them in 2000, Jesus. they closed with Die Die My Darling every night, and it was just amazing.
0: Hmm. Closing with a cover. We we did that. We, we closed with overkill. That was interesting.
1: I'm adding
2: up how many of mine were on his. Standby. One, two, three, four, five. Nicely done, Tyler. That's
0: a rager of a set, man.
2: Opening with black and then closing with darling. Wow. Like a true Lars set. Dude, that was a hell of a frantic flashback moment and... I like that that middle uh, D tune section. That's that's cool.
1: Yeah, I've always those. I've always loved those songs, yeah, especially the "Thing That Should Not Be." Because um, funny little Oklahoma and Metallica history shows you how big of a nerd I am. The first time they played the thing that should not be was in Tulsa with Cliff when Cliff Burton was still around. Really? Yes, In Oklahoma debut.
2: Mm-hmm. i like that
1: that's pretty that's cool. why that's why it's in my set that's but, special man Mhm.
0: did you happen to have a venue in mind red for rocks set?
1: red rocks nice i like it joe bonamassa is one of my uh another one of my all-time favorites and it's just anytime he plays jeff wasn't that your venue yeah red rocks yeah. anytime yeah. he plays red rocks i watch I love, just, I love
0: I love I was a big fan of that band that he was in Black Country Communion with Jason yes. Bonham and yes, me was, too. Was it Ian Gillen? or no? Ian who, who was the singer?
1: It was Glenn Hughes.
0: Glenn Hughes. That's who it was. Yeah, Glenn Hughes. Yep.
2: Yeah. No. That's that was a great band. That was a great flashback because I even forgot about the venue we had to pick for it.
0: Yeah, I had to think about that for a second, and then as we were going through it, I was like, oh yeah, that's right.
2: We'll have Tyler back next week for his uh, Master of Albums. Frantic. My master flashback. of anthology.
1: Yeah, I was series. gonna say his master, his master <laughs> of
0: discography. He's just gonna go through and just. Well, my, my master of albums is all all their albums, so I'm just gonna go in order from my.
2: <laughs> I think so. We'll have him back when we have the uh, live shit uh, box set box set of the box set unboxing.
0: Yeah. yeah, the boxing, the unboxing of the box set of the box set.
1: In the road case, I can't fit in the back of an Amazon truck.
0: Dude, that's a lot of. That's a lot of box.
1: I like That's a, a hell of a lot of box, but we like that.
0: I was going to say, we're guys. We like box. I like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jeff, I'm not letting you off the hook yet, okay? No, no, no. I'm not. From our from our hate mail in Raleigh, North Carolina, I have an end of the line lyric I'm for you.
0: Playing. I'm not
2: I playing. We retired. Why, let's have Tyler do it then. We, we're out. No, I want you to do it because uh, Brad from North Carolina wants you to get on the scoreboard. Brad, why don't you come on the show and get on the scoreboard yourself? He's gonna come on the show. We got a couple special guests coming up. Maybe he can fit in, you know, towards the end of season five.
0: Maybe. You know, maybe not. We'll see. <laughs>
2: Alright, you ready? Alright, fine. The horsemen are drawing nearer on leather steeds. They ride. They've come to take your life.
0: On to the dead of night. With the four horsemen, right? <laughs> Do I have to finish the whole thing?
2: Or choose you your faith? have fa- to say cho- the word. Choose, choose your faith uh, and die. Do I have to finish the whole no, thing? No. I'm going to give it to you again. Horsemen are drawing nearer. On leather steeds they ride. They've come to take your life. You say.
1: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I said the next part. I already said it.
2: Say that part again.
0: Unto the dead of night. Did I get it
2: wrong? On Through the Dead of Night. Through
0: the Dead of Night. Wow. (laughs) See? Fuck this game. I didn't want to be on the scoreboard anyways. I like having a goose egg. A goose tank.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Fuck this game.
1: That was too easy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I still got it wrong. I got it wrong, too. I got it wrong, too. All right, Tyler, give Jeff some Rage Against the Machine end-of-the-line lyrics. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's, you could say, like, killing in the name of.
0: Hey, look at that. I got it. What's up? Ding, ding, ding. What's okay, up? Okay, 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 I got one.
1: Fuck you, I won't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do what they tell me? Told me? Okay, tell-
1: now you got to say it 16 more times. <laughs> yeah, is, is that what it is? <laughs> Oh,
2: we're going to have to bleep that out. This is a family show for more Oklahoma. Not anymore. It's not. <laughs> oh, my God. The podcast for All turned into a circus act. Put that little E next to it for the
0: explicit on this episode.
2: The D. Snyder Parental Advisory.
0: This is the episode where we say fuck
2: a lot. We're going to say fuck a lot tonight, okay? Yeah, yeah. Pretty there's going to be
0: a lot of fucking going on today. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, I don't know what else to say, man. Thanks for coming on podcast for all season five, episode four. You, the fan, drive the discussion, choose the topics. We've covered a lot of shit tonight, man. I sure have. The next time Jeff and I drive through more, hopefully there's not a tornado we can get together and uh, unbox the
1: live box of the box of the box set. Sounds good, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Cool. Uh, keep in touch. Cheers to Oklahoma City. And say, Thanks, guys. Stay safe when the tornadoes roll through.
2: What an episode. <laughs> Tyler, thanks again, dude. We will uh,
1: see you soon. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate it.
2: Yep, see you later, man.
1: Yeah, I feel you too!
0: Bye.